see me pull up in that ride. I'm thinking about chopping the topic. Tell the toast. Got bitches on bitches, they run when they love it, they know that I got it. Oh, I got too much money, son. Sorry, can't fit in my wallet. Slap it, tap it, you can't take my wallet. Slap it, tap it, know the bitches got it. Where's Mike? Uh, he, uh, he went, went to bed. He was too tired. Uh, I got you. All right. Are we starting this? Yeah, let's just get into it. What what'd you think? Dude, I mean like what did you think? Did you think the Bears were gonna win? No. I I mean I I did when they went up I did when they went up a point at the end, I thought they were gonna win, but it was a weird game. Like I never thought they were gonna win the game if you had told me that at any point except the end there, because I felt like Pittsburgh was pretty much in control. The Bears kind of just like hung around, but they weren't really doing anything. They would get to the to the end, or the, the Steelers side of the field, and then they would kind of just like self implode, and then get kick field goals. And they, I don't know, the offense for the Bears just sucks. Justin Fields did kind of good though; he did pretty well. Um, Dude, that's like the only bright spot. Like he came up big in that last drive. Um, no, not the field goal drive, but the one where they scored the touchdown. Yeah, and he was even playing well in the on that last drive too. He made some big plays. Yeah, uh, but kept, like it's not kept, enough. Like he, dude. Well, he kept him alive with his his legs. That's the that's the, the good thing about him. He's mobile. He 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 can do like those playmaking. Uh, he has the playmaking ability. The pro the question I have is maybe I don't understand football as much. But what was the point of calling that timeout with thirty seconds left to freeze the guy? Did I think the clock was running right because it was fourth down. Was it? Wasn't it fourth down? Was that the? Was it fourth down and they tried to run it? Yeah, Big Ben was short. Okay, so Pittsburgh didn't call a timeout, right? Because they ran out there fast. They were just trying to kick it. Can you hear me? Is is that what happened? Can you, can you say that again? You kind of cut off there. So, when Ben Roethlisberger ran for the first on third, won that option play, he was short. But I think they were, like, checking if it was um, the spot. So, they stopped the clock for a sec. I don't think it was actually stopped, unless the Steelers called a timeout after it. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't I don't think they cuz I, I i literally I said that to my friends and they said they needed to stop the clock so i'm pretty sure that's what happened okay that makes more sense cuz when i was watching that i was kind of like why did they call a timeout but that makes more sense cuz i feel like pittsburgh probably was rushing out there to kick it um it wasn't like a it, they seemed like they were running out there and thinking about it now so and if anything um, they were not going to call a timeout right after the um play anyway like they were gonna wait and run it out if chicago wasn't gonna call the timeout and then kick it with time expiring you know but chicago had to use their timeout right because they they had to measure the play so they stopped it but they would have kept going if once they placed it right dude yeah and i i had the same literally me and billy thought the same thing so like i those announcers were just bad they were not calling the game like half the time properly well dude okay so i really like Najee harris I, I think he's a beast, and I think he's a good guy and everything with the whole homeless stuff. Um, but I feel like ESPN does this where they, they kind of just choose one guy to really like, 
and they just keep constantly going at him and just talking about him nonstop, even though he's not really not having that great of a year. I feel, you know, what I mean, he he was he averaged two point eight yards a carry this game, and on the year he's averaging three point seven before this game, a yards a carry. So I know he's good, but like he's not like I, I don't understand. It. Like they they treat him like he was like rookie Zeke. They're just they're hyping this guy up every second. Like he, he gets a two yard gain and they're just like, oh my god, this is great! Oh my, he just never stops. I'm like, you shut up! Like, it was kind of annoying. I I kind of agree. I mean, like, they really did not need to talk about him that much. And he he's good though. I still think he's good. He's oh yeah, do some amount of production. But you're right. I yards for carry is not that impressive. Yeah, it's a bad line. I, I think it's they have a bad line too. But like. I don't know. He nothing screams like I should, they should be talking about this guy. But that's just the problem I have with their announcing. They just kind of pick a guy and they just hype him up. Similar how to they, they kind of just pick these rookies that they really want to hype up and like not talk about anyone else. Because that, that Friar Muth guy was pretty fucking good. Like he was making some big plays. They really, they didn't really talk about him. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Where's he? Where did he go to school? I don't even know. Um, let me see. He had two touchdowns today. Um, Penn State. Penn State. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, that was a good game. It was it was positive for the Bears, even though they lost. But they had so many self inflicting wounds. Like maybe this won't be the game to say that call for Nagy's firing. But like, dude, like, like one guy. Like the how many times did they call a timeout or they had to like get a flag because there's so like twelve men on the field. Or I mean, though they a lot of those penalties were self inflicted. You're right, but like. Dude, how many times? Just like, how many times did what? That's just bad coaching. Like at that point, dude, it's it's just undisciplined. The one dude, Robert Quinn, he he looks forty. He can't he can't even like line up on sides. Like he did it twice, dude. He's been playing for eleven years. Like that's unacceptable. It was yeah. That was that was, that kind of sucked. The the defense I thought as a whole kind of hung in there though. Like for the majority of the game, and then the end that last, that last possession for the Steelers. They, I don't know what happened. They kind of just got curb carved up. Um, but b- bad day all around for me in, in fantasy. I ha- I was going against uh, Boswell, who needed eleven, and Gil got it. Fucking bullshit. But whatever, dude. Yeah. I, I just think that whole game was ridiculous. Like, I I hate that I went into it, like, not even going to watch. Bulls won. Happy. Bulls won. Yep. C-Red. C-Red. And then, oh, like, yeah. And I just had to tune into the Bears game because I couldn't just leave it alone. I should have left it alone. I mean, it was a good game. It was fun to watch. It was actually sick watching Justin Fields come down the field on that one drive. Like, that was just awesome. But, like, yeah. I yep. think if this was, like, a year ago or two years ago, I'd be, like, absolutely – furious about this loss but now it kind of just sucks like it's just it's just a sad deep sad feeling because it's like like we always you know shoot ourselves in the foot like we lose to ourselves and we lost to the refs that game as well but like we lost to the refs in ourselves not the Steelers yeah do you see the taunting penalty like a these guys are in full pads hitting each other playing a very violent game and you, and you try to take out taunting like are they trying to stop bullying in the nfl is that their prerogative like i don't understand like, Dude, like yeah i don't even want to like 
that how do you how do you measure taunting in in stares or like looking at somebody how how can that's so subjective like and that ref like they showed the replay he bumped into the ref and the ref pulled out the flag like that's such an ego call dude did you see him i low key i was watching that i thought the ref kind of like baited the hit up baited the bump into him like, like he I, was standing his ground looking at him like yeah, he, dude, he yeah. knew he knew the guy wasn't looking when he was he literally wasn't watching where he was running. The ref's looking at him the whole time. He bumps into him on accident. He's like, Yeah, fuck it. I'm just gonna give him a taunting call. Yeah. Some some refs, dude, like I used to say this about the, the Ed Hockey League guy who had he was huge muscles. Like I think he liked to throw flags because he just liked people to see how big he was and on the screen. I feel like some of these refs, man, they just want to talk. They just want to go on the mic. And, and make <laughs> they want free... their screen time, bro. They want their Dude. screen time. They want their, they want to freestyle on the mic. Like, just get the fuck out of here, man. No, oh, my God. The worst part is this old, crusty white dude just looks like an angry human being altogether. Can, can, can we – can we talk about? Do you, do you think like the the Pittsburgh Steelers is a good team? They're five and three. I don't think no. they're good, dude. Dude, okay, okay. To be fair, the Bears' defense is still pretty good. Okay, no. Now I take it back because they didn't have Khalil Mack. They didn't have Eddie Jackson. They Akeem Hicks was in for maybe half the game and wasn't doing much at all. So like, yeah, you're right. I mean that that was just terrible. And then at the end though, like they kind of lucked out because Sean Desai was playing his safeties so deep. Did you see that? Yeah. Like, yeah. they got so many yards when they only needed, like, 10, 15 yards to get in field goal range, and he's playing his safeties, like, 20 yards out. I didn't know what was going on there. Yeah, I, I look, look at the stats. The, the Steelers average 5.1 yards per pass. They love doing those weird, like, short slants or, like, these little outs. that they, they yeah. love, like the, I think that takes the – maybe it's because they have a bad O-line, so they have to do these quick passes to get it out quick, and, and that kind of counts as their – like quote-unquote running game but like I, I, they never really took that many shots downfield I, I think Big Ben's washed I, I said it earlier he kind of kind of looked like a statue my dad he said that when we were watching the game my, my dad was watching with me and he was saying that like he just drops back he just stands there gets hit and then it's just it's just like a slow yeah and do you see the way he, le- he like runs he like shuffles away like he doesn't even look like he takes full strides it kind of looks like he's hobbling around there it's really weird that he honestly like puts up the stat line he does yeah, here we go. Here it is. Penalties. Bears had twelve penalties, hundred fifteen yards. Steelers five for thirty. Dude, and like it's not just that taunting call; it's that pass interference on Jalen Johnson. Like they're both being physical with each other, and he gets a call for that. Like that's yeah. And then it's the uh, what was it? The Jimmy Graham touchdown. What did they get called for? I, I don't I don't know, but that, it, it, speaking of that, Jimmy is Jimmy Graham back? Three three. I I thought this guy was like retired. Like I I didn't see this guy for long. Yeah, time. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham is so back, man. Three three target three targets, all red zone targets. <laughs> he got a touchdown though. And Con- I was talking to Connor. Connor was telling me this. He's like, he comes he comes on. He he's good for like five touchdowns a year because they'll just chuck it to him in the red zone every now and then. But then he'll disappear for like three weeks and he'll probably won't play for three weeks. And then he'll have a great week week 13. Yeah. I don't even know, man. Like, So are you – It's just ridiculous. Are you happier than you were going into this game? Do you have a better feeling about the Bears than you did going into this game? Go yeah, going into the game. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Honestly, dude, it's just in the manner in which we lost and like 
the penalties we how many penalties we just self inflicted like that that kind of just washed it out. Like I think overall though, I would say I'm a little happier just because Justin Fields like showed he can like he can play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he showed out today. Like honestly, this was his best game in terms of like throwing the ball. I think because he has not been that good up until now. Mm-hmm. But is he is he better than Jordan Love? Ah, dude, shut the fuck up. Jordan Love fucking sucks. <laughs> so, go, speaking of your point, it's his most yards thrown this season. Um, right? Let me see. Yeah, no, it is by a lot. I'm pretty sure it's by over 80 yards. Yeah, yes. Yep. He is 291 passing yards. His second most is 209 against Detroit. Um, His best completion game was against where he actually started the game was in San Fran last week. He had 70% completion. Um, but this is just – in terms of passer rating, it was his second best game. So, yes, Fields, in prime time, he played really well. Um, he, he showed that he could hang. He um, came up – even the, at the last drive, man, like he just – only 30 seconds. Like he can only get him so far. Um yeah, but he he showed his playmaking ability with his legs, which is is what you need. Yeah, that too. His his running the last two games have been what you want to see, dude. He has such a problem with going down though. He's kind yeah. of he's like he definitely plays like the dumb rookie quarterback. Like he's just getting himself killed out there. Like all, almost every other play he runs, he doesn't go down in time. Yeah, he had a couple bad big hits. Like they were teeing off on him a little bit. It was. This- yeah, oh, that's another missed call. You saw that roughing the passer. Like, yeah. the guy took two, three whole steps, hit Justin Fields, didn't call anything. Like, come on. Like, the more you think about it, there were just so many, like, game-turning penalties that they mm-hmm. did not call on the Steelers. Or we just got the shitty end of the stick. It just sucked. Yeah. And now I under, I kind of understand why. I, I think I'm on the, the, the team that, like, just have Justin Fields play. Like, experience is, is, will be good for him. Um, but I kind of get understand now why people are kind of arguing, like maybe sit him because if the line sucks and Nagy's incompetent, like do you just want these other teams just teeing off on him and possibly getting hurt or like losing confidence because he has to r- run every second? Like even the first half, I felt like he didn't really have that much time to throw, right? What do you have in the first half? Sixty three passing yards. Like well, I have no idea, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't doubt it if it was that low. It was. I think it was sixty three. It ended the game with two ninety. So, like, it was just a very slow start. I feel like a lot of it's these slow starts, and and it's hard to to overcome. But, yeah, it was a mixture today. He played well. It was a lot of self-inflicting wounds, 12 penalties, but a a lot of bad calls with the refs. And that's what I would say about the announcers, that they did call that out, that it was kind of bullshit. These these announcers penalizing this guy for doing a karate. No, he he was walking towards the sideline. Like, come on, like. It was kind of crazy though, and that guy got that sack. That was it, Marsh. He did like a karate kick. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I, I feel. I actually feel bad for the kid. Like that kind of sucks. Yeah. Look, why? Why would you get? You make the play of your life. You're on a practice squad. It's the worst part of that call is like the refs know it's such a crucial moment. Like, let the game play. Why would you ruin a primetime game? With such a petty call like that, like I still can't get over it. Actually, no, it's just the NFL doing. You know the NFL that they're doing, trying to just 
it, it, I don't know. I it just I, it just appeased to the what is that is that is that what that is anti bullying? You you can't do that. Is that bullying taunting? Is that what they're trying to get rid of? So so if if you uh by NFL rulebook definition, if you stare at somebody for or if you try to make eye contact with somebody for more than uh, two seconds at a time, that's that's intimidation and, and bullying and taunting. I remember our one NF one Monday night game. They, they they wanted to let you. They made you know. They made you understand. They're like, no, it, it, this people are pissed at the rule. But Sean McVay, the young guys want this. Sean McVay, the Shanahan, Staley, they were all in the room when this happened, and they're like trying to justify it by saying these young guys like it. Like it's just, it's the hip thing. It just, these were so out of touch. Like come on. Like, that's it, a terrible product. Like, how do you, how do you, it's common sense. It, these people are hitting each other full on with violence. Like, you yeah, just... you can't even talk trash. Like, dude, the worst part is, like, every other sport, I wouldn't say welcomes it, but allows it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it, it's a sport like football. I think it's just the violent sports. You got to let people let off steam. Like, if these people are, like, shit talking each other, like, in there, like, why can't they just stare someone down after a big play? And there's so much emotion, so much tension. Like, it just it goes against everything that I think football is. So, as a fan, it's tough. It's tough to see. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I feel like it's not only that. Like, like taunting is that really 15 yards? Like, I feel like that's like a that should be like a five yard thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's such like a dumb penalty that's so the way they call it and like the it's all up to the ref at this point if something's taunting like there's no, we've seen like obvious calls and then you've seen like stuff like this there's yeah. no line they don't they don't have like a clear cut way to do this and everybody knows like with rules in the NFL in the past where it's not clear cut like there's going to be problems now and now i bet you they change the rule again and there's going to be some other shit that happens people are going to complain uh, hopefully it gets changed but i don't know i i think it's just fucking ridiculous how that's called like that so what was with that also the think about it now that that shot blocking penalty the, the, that that wiped the touchdown away that's what I'm saying. Oh my God! There's literally four instances of penalties, and they're just like, "What is going on, dude?" That chop block. Yeah, they even even the announcers were saying he was not outside the tight end box, and he didn't even touch the guy. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not that guy that says this is rigged. But it, it, they treat the Bears like a ti- like the tiniest market in the league. Like it's worse than Jacksonville. That's what they treat Chicago like. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they they treat they treat Chicago like a small market like they never get any calls. It's like they think like they're the worst of the good like the good franchises like Pittsburgh. It just seems like they want they would love they would love the Steelers somehow made the playoffs like they would love it. Which I don't get like I I don't I don't understand that that's why that loss kind of does suck. I mean like whatever at this point, but it's like you get all the way back. And the refs are just making these outrageous calls. And honestly, you're just getting all these calls that, I mean, they did make a lot of outrageous calls, but there are a lot of calls. Like, obviously, we fucked up. Yeah. And on top of all that, like, we had a chance to win the game and just came short. It's just, like, multiple blows after another. (laughs) Like, it just fucking sucks. Right. I I agree. And uh, I just wanted to say this. David Montgomery is acting he's good. Like, he's not a bad back. But I love no, Khalil Herbert. 
I love Khalil Herbert. Can, can we get this guy more touches? I just love that guy. I think he was electric when he was when he was playing. Yeah, no, he was good, dude. But like, people don't realize like that's the Bears' whole offense was their run. So like, and I think they're I think the Bears like they cannot pass block for their life, but like they run block pretty well. Yeah, David Montgomery had a good game running. Would you? Montgomery averages four point five yards a carry this year, and Herbert averages four point three, which is pretty good. So they're definitely getting some running room. Um, but yeah, it just seems like every time Fields drops back to pass, he's he's running away after like a second. He can't even like you could look at his first read for like half a second before he. Has yeah, to run. I don't I don't know what's up with that. I don't know how you could be like above average like running block or run blocking. Yeah, and then you, just be so below average in pass blocking. I mean, I, I never played football, so I don't know. What same, we, to, like being an offensive lineman, I'm just some dumb outsider saying, but like I just don't understand how you could there could be such a difference between the two. Yeah, we had a football analyst here. We we, we don't yeah. we never played in organized football. Yeah, um, we just sound so, like assholes. Yeah, but um, it was good though. Uh, good game. Good for a uh, Monday night game, which could have been much worse. It looked like it was. It started off like it could have been much worse, um, but they hung in there. So I'm still on the fire Nagy train. Get him out of here. The guy sucks. Hold the I mean, no, he's, I think everybody's on that train anyway. I think I think that train's already left the station. It's happening. So I just wanted to ask this. Last question about this: the Bears. Would you? Wouldn't you say if you were pace? The Bears is obviously they're going downhill, and it doesn't look good. If you were Pace, wouldn't you try to cut ties with Nagy, like to kind of get blame deflected off yourself, to preserve your to preserve your own career? Wouldn't you well, cut ties with Nagy, or do you think they're tied at the hip where if, if they're going to go, they're both going to go? That's actually a good question. I I think like, well, in terms of Pace, and if he really wants to keep his job, I mean, yeah, he's the GM, like. He should just scapegoat Nagy, which right. And if you think about it, like Pace, would you blame him for the roster he put together? What, what would you say? What would you grade this roster up till this point? Like since no, so, so I I think I actually think he did better. He, he had a good draft, right? He had, I think he had a good draft. I, but I don't think it's it's the worst roster. He he made some bad moves offensively, but this is not a terrible roster. They need a better line for sure. I, I just I'm just like saying that I would just I don't know why you you don't just scapegoat Nagy at this point. The guy the guy is supposed to be an offensive genius and he sucks. He had to give a p- play calling twice in the last two years. So like I, I what's the what's the point? They're not disciplined. You saw it today. It's always twelve men in the field. They're alignment, an alignment penalty. Like, what? What's the point? If if you're trying to keep your job, if your pace, why do you not fire Nagy at this point? Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe, maybe they. they, I I don't. I don't know if that if that is up to pace to fire Nagy though. You think they really leave that decision up to him? Probably not. Which is probably the wrong thing. Which is probably the wrong move. You have to have – I don't know. This is, again, this is where I don't really know about how the McCaskies or all that goes. Like, when you have these people, owners and stuff that it's too involved and you can't have your football guy make football decisions, it's not going to end up well. I, and I know Gilman always talks about this, and he hates how they, they run that organization the way it's, it's – with who handles the football decisions. 
But that that's this the mark of a losing franchise when you can't let your football guy make the football decisions. Because I think it's an easy cut, and if everyone's, if, I mean, if I can see it, you know, I I don't I don't understand why he's still around. But I don't know. Could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think it's like the LSU thing. I think I think he knows his job is gone at the end of the year. It, it, like, just let him finish out the year and. I mean, literally, unless Justin – I think his last hope as staying the Bears coach is if Justin Fields has some sort of, like, crazy uh, – what do you call like – He just turns it on. Yeah. Like, development. Crazy, some crazy development over these next, like, how many is it? Eight games? Nine games? Whatever. Yeah, eight, eight games. Yeah, these last eight games, if Justin Fields just plays, like, out of his mind, and, like, even if the Bears miss the playoffs or even, like, finish 500 or less, right. if Justin Fields finishes with, like, a de- half-decent stat line most of these games and, like, showing improvement by the end of the year, I think that would be his only bet to stay as the coach. Like, the offense just has to be, like, top half in the NFL. And then I bet you the McCaskies – or whoever's in charge of firing this motherfucker would leave him there. <laughs> yeah, and it's and that's a sad part. Like, he's a fan. You kind of know, like, this guy is not a good coach at all. So you don't want them to suck, but you kind of want them to, like, don't give them any hope to keep this guy on for another year. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I would love to see Justin Fields explode, but, like, I that's number one. Like, I'd rather him, Justin Fields, have play out of his mind and Nagy keep his job than anything else. But, like, if Justin Fields, you know, still plays decent, it's getting better, like, but the Bears are just, like, not – like, they're not winning games they should be. Like, why should this guy be the coach? Why should he stay there? Why Why are we keeping a guy who underperformed basically since, since the double doink literally has underperformed massively? Right. Why even entertain the idea anymore? Like – People don't change, man. He's not just going to become a great coach out of nowhere. I agree. I think the the Bills OC and Joe Brady would be interesting. I think more leaning now towards the the Bills OC. Yeah, there's so many options. Like, there's so many options. I feel like the Bears are so, like, single-minded with the way they pick, like, players and coaches and just personnel in general. Uh Uh-huh. Like, it's – there's so many options. Like, why don't you just go – like, when we pick Mark Tressman over – what? Bruce they, Arians. Bruce Arians, my God. Didn't they – weren't they, like, looking into John Gruden trying to get him out of retirement at that time too or something? Yeah, there's a bunch of teams doing that. And, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They always make these weird, weird hires. John Fox. Like, I I don't know what they're trying to do. So No, no you know what's funny? It's like they, they, try, they tried to go with – the new guy so they got mark trustman they're like oh you're a new guy new coach could be good didn't work out so then they tried to go with like oh let's go to like an experienced coach who's you know knows what he's doing and and could potentially win us some games that didn't work out and then who was after fox naggy i think so yeah i think so yeah no yeah you're right it was naggy yeah and then you go with the new guy again, and it works out for a year, and now he sucks again. Like, well, it seems sucks. like they went with the uh, the young guy approach, like the other teams were doing. They wanted to go the young, 
the young up and coming coach. Right. Like that's what I mean. Like, you know, never, never been a head coach in the NFL. They're just going back and forth. And I don't like watch. I bet I, I wouldn't be surprised if, Nagy gets fired, and then they hire Doug Peterson or something, or, <laughs> or you know, who, who else is out of a job right now? Like, they'll probably hire like uh, the guy from the Chargers last year. Well, yeah, no, watch the Giants are gonna have a good year on offense, and then Jason Garrett's gonna be our head coach next year. <sighs> God forbid, my God. No, they're gonna they're <laughs> gonna add Mike Patton. Just fuck it. Yeah, let's just let's just really put us out of our misery and, and just hire a guy that'll get us number one overall pick every year. Right. Okay, last question before we go. We're filming this at 11.14 p.m. Uh, right after the Monday night game. Uh, Monday night where... game. Uh, Monday night post game sponsored by Abbott. <laughs> G Healthcare, baby. What team do you think OBJ goes goes to and you think he'll work out there? Uh, I actually haven't been keeping up with, like, where he's potentially going to land. I thought I saw something about the Raiders, but I kind of want him to go to the Ravens. Oh my god! Everyone fucking says that. I don't. I don't want to see him on the Ravens. I, I think it, it, he's yeah. rumored. To, I think he wants. The, the rumors are he wants to go to the Seahawks. I uh, well, the thing, oh, dude. See, I don't know if he goes to the Seahawks. He's not gonna get like the ball any more than he did on the uh, Browns. So I, I think the thing with him, what he wants, I think he wants an established, like a established coach quarterback dynamic because dude, he went to the Giants who Eli was at the tail end of his career and the coach was who was the coach it was a new coach I feel like he kind of didn't respect that dynamic he goes to the Browns who are trying to become a good franchise for the first time in years doesn't really respect that dynamic or doesn't think Baker's that good which is fair um but I think he would work out in a, in, a, in a team where it's like kind of like how Antonio Brown went to the Patriots and then he just followed Tom Brady. I think if he went to a team where the power dynamic is there, the power dynamic is there, good coach, great quarterback, I, I think he'll fall he'll, he'll fall more in line. You know what I mean? Like you won't have those episodes when the culture is established. You know, and everyone knows it's Russ's team. Like you can't get away bitching about not getting the ball when you have, you know, Russ as your quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I don't think he, like, totally respected Baker Mayfield as kind of like the the guy on that offense. You know what I mean? Right, right. I think everyone in the world knows that DK is better than OBJ at this point. Um, and I think he wants to go to a team that's like – I think he wants to go to a contender. It's weird. He said he wants to go to a contender. He did say that, but it's weird that – he's picking the Seahawks because they're like have three wins, but I think it's more or less like he wants to go to a, a fringe playoff team where he thinks he can get a lot of looks. Um, yeah. Is my, is my assumption. And I think it can work out based on like that power the, dynamic and he's going into a culture that's already established. I actually have this to ask you too. Like, wouldn't, don't you think like, I feel like I've seen it more in the last couple of years. Like I feel like when receivers have moved teams, even in the off season, not even mid season, like, their next team, they kind of struggle like a lot, a lot more than I feel like normally they normally do. I think the only like odd one out of this case is Devontae Adams, but like, or not Devontae Adams, sorry, uh, DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. going to the Cardinals. Like he he started, he's amazing on the Cardinals still. Right, but like, well, I uh, you Julio think- Jones yep. is out. AB had his whole episode, but like he left the Steelers and basically sucked. Uh, I was about to say Josh Gordon, never mind. But um, 
Sammy Watkins was like a great receiver and switched teams and kind of just sucked ever since then. Yeah, I think it's very hard switching teams when you're the offense is kind of built around you. Yeah, like or your play style. Browns, and then like ever since he went to the Browns, he's been dog shit. And now he's switching. Can't really think of any other examples, but like I. Hello. Neil. I think. Hello. Can Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, you cut out there, but yeah, I think. I think you're right. There, there's a lot of examples of a, of a receiver leaving a team and, and not being as good. And if you look at OBJ, he hasn't really – what was the last year he was productive? Like 2016, right? He, is that when he, the year before he moved to the Browns? Or he also got hurt, so. I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons today, and he was saying, like, he's like, I don't think Odell Beckham has been productive since Obama was president. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's that that's I guess that's fair to say by his standards, but like if you look at his I'm looking at his stats like right now. Well here in twenty sixteen in every 20... year he played what? Yeah, in every year he played twelve more games, he's had over a thousand yards. Right. But the Browns a thousand yards, only four touchdowns. Yeah, that, that stat line is not great. But he went I mean, from he went from twelve touchdowns, thirteen touchdowns, ten touchdowns to three to six to four to three. A lot of injuries, um, but ever since he went to the Browns, he hasn't been the same player. But yeah, like standards. like I'm saying, it's all relative to how he's performed in his past. Like they're comparing that those stat, you know, th- those year stats to like what he's done his first three years in the league when he was. Like one of probably a top five receiver for those three years, and like they're comparing everything else he does based on that. And like I guess it's fair that's what you know you he put that expectation up for himself. But a thousand yards and four touchdowns, thousand yards and six touchdowns in twelve games, like that's not awful. And he also tore his ACL the next year. Like I don't know, I don't, I feel like you can't do much about that. I mean, I I'm on the Odell. Fan, I, I'm not, I'm not like an Odell stan, but I I like him. I think he's good. I think he was misused in in Cleveland. Um, I I don't think he's the same. I don't think he is what he was those three great years of the Giants, four good three great years, four four good years. Um, I don't think he's that anymore. But I definitely think in in a, in a team where they're more pass heavy and they're not running the ball 40 times a game and throwing the tight ends for five yard passes. I, I think he'll, he'll be, he'll be better than he was. He's definitely not one reception for six yards bad. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, I, I, I agree. I think he'll be, he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. We'll see what history says. History. I hope he ends up fine, man. I, I feel like it's, uh, he's such a sick player when he's playing well, but man, you're right. it, it has been since Obama. Yeah, it it has been since Obama since he's been exciting to watch, like legit. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't. I'm surprised he didn't pick the Packers. To be honest, he, playing with Aaron Rodgers, you're the clear number two, at least. That's facts too. Yeah, he would be the clear number two, dude. I think like, do you think? Because like, that's what I was gonna say about the receivers switching teams. Like, you switch teams mid season. Like, what chance do you really have to be productive for a team where you don't even know the offense? Right, I don't. I, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, it's probably so difficult to to do that. It, it's definitely going to take probably a, a few weeks to get adjusted. 
Yeah, like I feel like the Packers' offense is. I don't know Matt Lafleur with his, you know, his weird shit, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that playbook's got to be somewhat difficult to learn and and be able to go in the game and execute. Like, I don't, I don't even think Aaron Rodgers would want him out there if he doesn't know. What he's right. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a few week, a couple weeks adjustment at least if, once he goes to the other team, and then. Getting used, to getting, and then he has to get get into the rhythm with the quarterback. You know, you have to get that chemistry going, which he never formulated with Baker in in the two and a half years he's been there. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting, man. I think I like Odell. I think it's more fun when he's good. Um, Facts. It's it's more also more fun when Aaron Rodgers now is all of a sudden like a WWE heel. He's like a, he's yeah. like a bad guy. He's like, it, Bill Simmons was saying it. He was like he's like a, it's like WWE. He's embracing the the villain character, which is, makes it more interesting. Um, I I will say well, well, Jerry, shout out Jerry. He said uh he said something funny. He, he was like Aaron Rodgers always like talks and acts like he doesn't care what people think about him. But like to be fair, like he did lie about being vaccinated when he could have just said he wasn't. You know what I mean? Well, technic if we're doing technicalities, oh, he, didn't, he didn't he technically didn't lie, but it was weird. It was he, it, he basically he basically he said it in a way where he wouldn't be under scrutiny. He did his thing. He did the thing where he was deceiving the he deceived the media by by doing the where his weird wordplay like yeah. oh I'm immune, immunized or whatever the fuck the word is like what the fuck is that like why. I, I get it. I'm the type of person who says, hey, man, if you don't want to get vaxxed, that's whatever. Like, that's, it's your yeah. decision. That's my my thing. But, like, if that's if that's what you're going to do, do what Cole Beasley did. Do what Kyrie did. Just say you're not going to do it. Like, why, why did you have to do all these things where you're like, I'm I'm immunized? And just say yes or no. Like, that's the shit that's uh, annoying. That's what I'm saying. Like, he acts like he's this big, tough guy and doesn't care what anybody thinks. But I, I thought that was a little, a little yeah. powered. Cowardly on his part. I think him being the trying to be the liked by everyone just doesn't fit his character. I, I feel like he's a natural. Like he's been a diva the last couple of years. Just didn't embrace oh, yeah. the villain role. He, he totally has. Yeah, just embrace the villain role, man. Obviously, don't don't go around hurting people with uh with with with, with that stuff. But like, just 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 be the the douche on in the media. <laughs> be the villain. At this point, I mean. I think most people dislike him, but I I think that mainly has to do with the fact that he's a great quarterback and he plays for the Packers. So right, all right, man. Good pod. Uh, it's going up later today. Good to see you. Sorry about the loss today. Yeah, man. Um, I'm okay. I'm probably I'm honestly over it at this point now. I'm totally over it. Sorry. All right. See you, buddy. Good talking to you. See you, buddy. See you. Yep. <laughs>